Hi there, this is Marie T. Russell. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of Transitioning from Authoritarian Outer Authority to Spiritual Inner Authority. Written by Pierre Pradervin and narrated by Marie T. Russell. For thousands of years, ever since mankind started settling in cities, we evolved in rigid, patriarchal, and extremely authoritarian structures, at least in the West. This started changing after the Industrial Revolution, and the pace has been picking up since the end of the last war. Many authoritarian structures have become much weaker or have collapsed, especially in Europe, but this will probably also happen in the United States. Churches have quasi-disappeared, and religion has lost almost all its prestige. Teachers, who were once expected to know everything, are increasingly challenged by their students, who sometimes know more than they do about certain topics, and official medicine is increasingly disputed by alternative medicines that are sometimes more effective. Marriage and family are taking more and more diversified forms, and above all, under the influence of the Internet, the context of information has been totally transformed. Everyone has to decide what information is more authoritative in managing their lives. The COVID-19 crisis is a clear example. Every citizen who knows how to use the Internet intelligently discovers that some official information is highly questionable. So, Either we obediently follow the official information without racking our brains over it, and I understand perfectly those who make this choice, which I totally respect, or each one does his or her own research. Spiritual Authority In the field of spirituality, the question of authority also arises, because doing a spiritual search alone is not easy, and poses big challenges. Following a spiritual master, or a very precise teaching, is reassuring, but the day will come when, if you don't want to remain totally dependent on teachings coming from an external authority, you will have to look for this inner source of authority for which there is a series of names. Infinite cosmic intelligence, the source, divine understanding, infinite love, the little voice, as Eileen Caddy called it, in her book, Opening Doors Within. The word used to describe it is not really important. What matters is that there is a totally inner authority that speaks in the silence of the heart. The Quakers understood this from the beginning. Their worship services for centuries have been simply an hour of group silence, with the occasional person standing up to share a spirit-inspired message. In his book, The Art of Spiritual Healing, the great American mystic of the last century, Joel Goldsmith, offers illuminating passages on how to contact that inner silence that will sooner or later become your ultimate guide and authority. Here you will find the answer to any question, whatever it may be. And above all, you will find that sublime peace that passes all understanding. The Essence of True Spirituality 
For over 60 years, I belong to forms of organized religion. Those still play a useful role for some individuals who need to have verbal formulations of truths in liturgical and cultural forms that reassure and comfort. However, we live in a world where increasingly everything is challenged and each one is called to define what rings true and is meaningful to them, considering the collapse of traditional authorities, whether it be in the field of spirituality or ethics, health, diet, or education. This seems to me to be especially true in the area of religion and spirituality. I believe personally that organized religions will fade away and become a practice combining personal development and spirituality, such as taught by Dr. Joe Dispenza, for example. A friend recently sent me a beautiful image which included this text. Kindness has no church. Peace has no religion. Compassion has no temple. Love has no borders. I have known too many so-called atheists whose daily lives overflowed with kindness and too many religious bigots in whom one didn't sense any iota of compassion nor the slightest ripple of love to be impressed with great declarations of faith. And I say this as a former theology student who very quickly made a radical change. As far as I'm concerned, the only thing that counts is, am I progressing in my ability to love? This constitutes my Ten Commandments, my Bhagavad Gita, my Sermon on the Mount, my Koran, my Four Noble Truths, and my Heart Sutra, my Manifesto, and my Tao Te Ching. Certain tools can be useful, even very useful, such as a spiritual guide, provided she or he brings me closer to living love. And in this regard, I am still in kindergarten, though some friends protest and tell me, come on, you are in first grade. But it doesn't change much. The positive side is that I know I will never be out of work, whether in this life or a future one. This article was written by Pierre Pradervin, who is the author of the book 365 Blessings to Heal Myself and the World, Really Living One's Spirituality in Everyday Life. The article was narrated by Mariti Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at InnerSelf have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.